Major Dewitt, that's spelled D-U-I-T, is sitting at his desk contemplating, his brows furrowed. There's a window facing the west behind him with half-open shades, and the sun is barely shining in as it is beginning to set. It's early evening, a clear sky, but the sun is reddening off in the west and the sky is taking on a dimming peach hue. The lights are off and there's silence aside from the distant rumble of traffic. Suddenly, the phone rings without warning. Yes, General. I'm available to take the case. Where are you going to be briefing? Fine, sir. I'll be there. Thanks for calling. Dewitt hangs up the phone, pushes back his chair, looks up at the clock. The sound of muted traffic filters through the room. I wonder what General Day has in store for me this time. Last week it was that lady they called about a blindingly bright UFO in the sky that took 12 hours to fly from the eastern horizon across the sky to the western horizon, where it finally had sunk out of sight. They had called the base to report this right after it had vanished, about 8 p.m. in the evening. She was so excited. I hated to burst her bubble, but even her kids knew it was the sun. Dewitt grabs his coat, strides to the door with the last fading rays of the sunset filtering through the blinds, opens the door, exits, and closes the door behind himself. Major Dewitt enters the smoke-filled room where several other military types are already seated. He finds a chair, pulls it back, and settles into it. The room grows silent as the main speaker enters and approaches the podium. At the podium, he pulls at the microphone down so that he can more clearly speak into it. Please, stay seated. The general had to leave on an immediate mission to Tampa, Florida. Apparently, an alpha situation exists there that has to be dealt with no later than Saturday. With that, I will deliver your briefing and your assignments. The occupants of the room shuffle about in their seats in high anticipation of what may be said to them. As you know, we have been investigating UFO reports for the past several years here in Project Coloring Book. Many of you have been with us for a while. You've all seen a lot of reports and conducted a lot of investigations. But this time, we have a situation. Oh, Wow, this first time I've ever seen the girl so serious. Korn pauses and looks around the room at the faces of all of the investigative officers present. We have what appears to be a mass invasion of the planet Earth. <gasps> Sudden silence fills the room and everyone appears to be stunned. Sir, can you provide us with some details? This is incredible. Yes, Major. Here's what we know. We've been receiving credible reports from citizens in and around town that seem to be centered around a particular retail store with a wooden Indian standing out front. What they're seeing and reporting is hundreds and hundreds of what we in the UFO investigative field call cigar-shaped objects. Apparently, they seem to emanate from the locale of that shop, and many are seeing 
to be dispersing in all directions from that nexus. Any questions? Sir, do we know of any special significance that this apparent wooden Indian might have at all in all this? Is it an alien avatar? A warning of some kind? No, no idea. But this appears to be the biggest UFO flap that's ever been reported. What is even more amazing is that many of these cigar-shaped objects seem to have totally different characteristics, although similar at first glance. Each has a significant attribute that sets each apart. And we don't understand the significance of this yet. It will be up to each of you to investigate. Great, just great. I wonder how the boss expects us to do this. In front of you, there's a packet of information. You're each assigned to investigate a specific kind of cigar-shaped object. It's all in your printed briefing. You are to start the investigations immediately. Any questions? No, sir. And you want us to crack this case and be here in five days to report, correct? That's correct, soldier. Everyone, pick up your packets and do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir what? Major, do it? What? 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 You said do it, so I'm responding. What did you want, sir? Major, do it. Oh, yes, sir. I know we're going to do it, but you said pick up your packet and do it. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were. Oh, sorry, sir. Never mind. <laughs> So, I, I need a cigar. <laughs> you know what? As I'm doing this, I'm going, what is this cigar going to come in? What is this cigar going to come in? Major Dewitt opens his package to review his instructions. He reads it over and displays some surprise. I can see the store now. Hmm. About two blocks away. I can see the supposed wooden Indian now. Major Dewitt starts walking toward the store along the rather empty sidewalk. Based on my sealed orders, I'm to investigate a particular type of UFO that's been given the code name LaBarbara Ricochet. Hmm. And that instruction tells me that I'm to meet Sergeant Shabotnik here. Just about. Hey, Major! There you are. I've been out here watching this place for 20 minutes. I gotta tell you, this place is packed with cigar-shaped objects. Good thing you found me just now. I was getting creeped out. Sir, what are our orders? What are we looking for? Sergeant, here's what I understand. We're to find and investigate a particular cigar-shaped object code named La Barbara Ricochet. It's got some dimensions here. Let me see. Yes, yes. It's apparently what they call a six by ring size 60. Sir, what's a ring size? Not sure what they mean by ring size 60. Maybe that's some new designation the white lab coat boys in NASA have given it. Both Dewitt and Slobotnik are walking slowly on the sidewalk toward the Nexus discussing the details. Intel details here say that this kind of object hasn't been seen until just recently. It's something the engineers call Gordo. Wow, that sounds like they're talking about Gordon Cooper, the astronaut. Do you suppose he's got something to do with this? 
No. Just no. Sir, we're here. Got that shot. Wow, that wooden Indian at the door. I think its eyes are following me. No, that's impossible. I can see now it's a plastic statue. Maybe the locals here worship it for some reason. Okay, let's go in and start our investigation. We can start by interrogating the locals here in the shop. smoke. There are several people sitting about on leather chairs smoking a cigar. Idle chit-chat. Slobotnik and Duet enter the store and walk over to the sales clerk behind a counter. Hello, my good man. Yup. How you doing? What can I get for you? Well, we're from Project Coloring Book. This is Sergeant Slobotnik, my assistant. Ha 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 ha. What do you want? Some crayons? Ha ha ha, just kidding. Sorry, I could not resist that one. What are you looking for? We're here to investigate the reports we're receiving concerning multiple cigar-shaped objects. There's a concern back at headquarters that this is the start of an alien invasion. Yeah, aliens, like from Pluto or something. Yeah, yeah. Keep your voice down. Yes, you could say we have been invaded by UFOs. Ha. There are cigar-shaped objects everywhere in here. Yes. So our mission is to investigate something we codenamed La Barbara Ricochet. You mean those over there? Yep. According to our info here, they got two orange bands running around the circumference of the vessel with gold lettering. Reads La Barbara Ricochet. So that's where they got the code name. Can you tell us any more about these? Oh, yeah. These are said to have a Mexican San Andreas wrapper with an Indonesian binder. Further, the filler consists of Dominican, Nicaraguan, and Pennsylvanian tobacco. Yeah. Shh, shh. Listen, between the three of us, there is an invasion going on here. Maybe this is ground zero, I don't know. But you take these. Here, take them. Take them and destroy them. That's the only way, to stop this alien invasion. If this really is one. What? You mean destroy them? How do we do that? I'll tell you, but then you have to do exactly like I say. Just as I say. The shopkeeper hands over two La Barba ricochets to the Project Coloring Book investigators. Then he explains. See here. We have been halting this cigar-shaped object invasion by setting these things on fire. First, you have to cut off one end. Just gently and slightly, like this, see. Then, you have to light the other end on fire with this special lightation mini flame-throwing device. Then, you have to smoke them. That is what destroys them. When you are finished, it's gone. No more cigar-shaped object and the invasion is over. What? Yeah, yeah. 
I think I get it. We take this, get it burning nice and evenly and slowly, and we smoke it so that there's no evidence left behind. In doing that, we stop the invasion of the earth. You got it. Yes, indeed. Shopkeeper directs the two investigators to have a seat and light up. Both do light up. Swear, I'm lighting up. I hope this is the right thing. I mean, I hope this helps. We shall see, Sergeant. We shall see. Five days later. Sergeant Shlobotnik and Major Dewitt are back in Colonel Korn's conference room, ready to report on what they had found. Sir, I'm happy to report. We found the cigar-shaped objects. We investigated them, and here's what we found. Here we've got the, uh, La Barba Ricochet. And I had to look closely. It's a beautiful orange band with gold lettering, but I wasn't clear what that design was until I look at it a little closer. It's a it's a razor. Yes. It's the barber. La barba. The barber. The barber. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. 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 So these are fairly new. I actually went and looked in a number of catalogs, and there they are. These are interesting. You want to talk a little bit about this, uh, where it came from? Sure. It's the company's first Maduro blend, as well as their first full-bodied cigar. It's a Mexican wrapper grown in the open sunlight. The binder leaf from is from Indonesia, and a three-country filler blend incorporating leaves from Nicaragua, Pennsylvania, and the Dominican Republic. I, I actually did not know they were growing tobacco in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Connecticut, yeah. right? But Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, that's pretty cool. This is made by the uh, Tabacalera William Ventura in the Dominican Republic. Uh, and they say that La Barba blend is inspired by a type of wine. What's the size of this cigar? This is a 6 by 60 And that would make it a Gordo. And it's not box-pressed. No box-pressed. And if I were to walk into the store to buy this, what would about? It's around a $10 stick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How would you describe the physical attributes? It's kind of nice looking, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's firm, but it's got a little bit of give. Not much. It's well constructed. Three, two, one. That took a little bit of lighter power. Oh, look at this. Flame test. No flame. No flame. You know what that means to me? That means that they let this age properly. They let this sit for the right amount of time. The fermentation they, process was yeah. spot on. Yeah, they didn't rush it. So now that I've got this lit, yeah. three stages of lightation. We're in yeah, orbit. I wonder why, because the draw is okay. It just draws very good. Yeah. Do right, you have a V-cut? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Okay. So now that this has started, and this is really a solid cigar, but the draw and we've lit up, what are you tasting? Spice. Yeah, it pepper. is. Yeah. It's not a cigar for the faint of heart. This is a stout, strong, robust cigar. This is the kind of cigar that stands up, walks over, picks you up, slaps you in the face twice, says, notice the flavor. This is good. There's pepper, spice, and I'm getting a little chocolate flavor, a little chocolatey flavor out of this. And it's burning very evenly. Yes, yes it is. A nice white ash. This is a uh, nice cigar. 
This is not something maybe you want to wake up in the morning and have. I would say this is a little powerful. Would you agree? Yes. Maybe a bourbon or a scotch would go well with this. Or a, a strong espresso. Good cup of coffee. But you can leave your tea bags at home on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not overbearing either. No, it's not. You know, some of these cigars that I light up and I puff on, they're, they're gone in like 20 minutes. This thing is actually going to last me about an hour. At Easy, least. right? The way I smoke cigars, this is going to last an hour. To me, that's like having two cigars. Yes. Right? This is going to be like having two great cigars back to back. Larry, why don't you start the appearance and construction discussion here? The appearance is great. It's just a very great looking cigar. I notice there's an oily sheen on the I was going to yes, slightly. Slight yes. oil, it's not... Real pronounced, but pronounced, it's there. Yeah, it's there, yeah. Mm. You know what, I don't know about you, but out of appearance and construction, I'm going to give this thing, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. This is a 1 out of 10 rating here. I will ditto that. Burn and draw. I've got a beautiful draw on this cigar, and it is burning extraordinarily evenly. It's beautiful white ash, and the ash is holding together very nicely. I suspect if the ash holds together extraordinarily well as you smoke this, burn and draw, I, at this point, I have to rate it a 9. How about I also you, will give it a 9. We've got to talk about flavors and complexities here. i got to tell you that I am starting to get a little bit of a vanilla flavor. Do you agree? Yes. It's actually changed from a, a spicy to now a cedar and a vanilla, vanilla type flavor. And it is a Maduro. The flavors here are not one dimensional. There's multi dimensions to this flavor and it seems to change as we smoke down this cigar. I will give this, and again, one out of 10, I will give this an eight. I really like it. Look for this cigar. I think you're gonna be surprised. I'm right there with you, Greg. I'll give it an eight. And so, uh, with price and value, where would you go with that? Hey, this is smoking a $10 cigar. Yeah. For me, the value on here, for me, is going to be a 9. I, I agree with you too, Greg, a 9. Overall, that gives us, because our scores are the same, I'm going to give this about 1 to 100 grading. 100 is the best. I'm going to give this, make this an 89 out of 100. Yeah, that's right where I was at, 89, and then I was going to say even a 90. I'm pleasantly surprised by this cigar. This yeah, is a we, great cigar. We haven't had these before. No, we have not. So this, this I is... believe when he first launched him, I might have had one some, quite some time ago, but... So there we have it. We've got a rating of 89 overall. 1 to 100, this was an 89. And now, we shall conclude. They wrap up their project coloring book report on UFO sightings in the cigar-shaped objects, and Sergeant Sklobotnik exclaims. I'm glad we found out what that was all about, and you know, glad this episode is over.